And there's always going to be room for improvement in any finance and accounting team, really looking at it from a sense of how can I automate a specific process and make it go faster. In the world of business finance, things change fast. Welcome to the Leaders of Modern Finance, a show where today's finance innovators discuss what the future holds. Learn from experts in the field as they explore emerging finance trends, insights, and more. This episode is brought to you by Stamply, the leading account payable automation platform. With Stamply, collaborate easily and efficiently with invoice approvers, vendors, and anyone involved with purchases. This helps you quickly resolve issues and questions, resulting in 5x faster approvals. Contact us to see why users love Stamply and schedule a demo at stamply.com. Hi, welcome. Peter Taylor. So I'm the corporate controller at Purple. I've been here for about three and a half years. We're a publicly traded comfort solutions company. So primarily selling mattresses, pillows, seat cushions, and whatnot, just to really improve people's lives. Thoroughly enjoyed the three and a half years here. I, I started off perhaps like many accounting finance professionals in, in public accounting, you know, over 18 years ago, I'm betraying my age there but have spent off and on that the rest of that interim time you know in in various roles in corporate accounting and right now as corporate controller just have had some time to take a look back at the career that i've had and and see you know good ways of doing things bad ways of doing things just really different ways of doing things as it relates to modern finance and, and those type of roles and how to best improve processes and take steps forward so really just want to discuss this framework for how to identify and evaluate problems and really what we can do as finance leaders to bridge that gap and take that lead and really just run with managing and leading our teams. First of all, I guess just looking at how to go through and identify those and what that framework really is. I mean, the first step is going to be identifying and evaluating those problems. Personally, I learn best from, from experience. You know, we've all got various different types of experience in accounting and finance outside of that realm, just learning from experience. I think of a funny experience just this past summer. Um, my family re recently purchased a travel trailer to kind of create some memories with COVID and being stuck in many instances. This has been an opportunity for us to go through and travel and see various places. But as far as understanding experience and it relates to planning, this has just been I don't plan very well when it comes to my personal life as it comes to camping and whatnot. Yeah. For us, it's like we decide one night we're going to get out and leave the next day and we go, we go ahead and do that. Now, there's you know, cost benefit to not planning a trip such as that. Um, and I don't usually feel that pain until we're out on the road and we realize, oh, okay, we didn't uh, plan to stop at a specific spot. They don't have any openings. You know, what are we going to do? Um, so there's, there's cost benefit to, to planning, but, um, it's, it's just something that I've learned that from experience that I'm always going to have to, uh, feel that pain if I don't take that time in advance to plan and, and run, run from experience. So, um, it would definitely be, be better to know in advance what we're going to look at. So that's as far as identifying the issues. That's going to be uh, one of the first things is just really asking questions. Um, you know, I, I shared that example of uh, of traveling on on vacation with a travel trailer. Well, clearly, who knows? Maybe not all of you enjoy doing that, but we all deal with planning for the monthly close or planning for 
audits, internal or external, planning for uh, new implementations of various you know, software tools or whatnot. All of us have those type of things. And so making sure that we ask the right questions and are, approach that with the proper framework, that's going to be key. So number one on my framework for kind of identifying and helping I, uh, evaluate that is going to be asking the right questions. Just asking questions, really. Just just don't accept the status quo whenever you jump into a situation. Uh, I think a lot of times that's the the knee jerk reaction is once you're you're in a new environment, you're in a new role, you're uh, you're in a new project or whatnot. Perhaps just to ex- accept, well, that's how it's been done. Perhaps there's a very good reason to do that and to not question that. Um, there may be uh, valid reasons for doing that, but I think. The key thing to help identify and evaluate some of the problems is going to be to ask those questions. Sometimes they may be hard. Secondarily, I think don't be afraid really to weed into the details because without having that understanding of of jumping into the details, you're really not going to be able to add much value as it relates to proposing a solution. Well, first, understanding what the problems may be and secondarily, proposing solutions for for what what that may be. So don't accept it as it is and really don't be afraid to jump in. I know a lot of us at our specific roles in, in, as executives in, in corporate accounting, we sit at 30 to 50,000 feet kind of at that review function. But I would caution all of us that that's a great place to be. But also at, at times, don't, don't be afraid to jump down in, work with those folks at that level to understand the, the specific details from transaction all the way through to the end to help you, um, you know, to jump in to be able to provide that um, perspective so that you can identify that. So in addition to asking questions, I think it's really going to be important to the next step is really how to determine the best route to the solution. So you've had a chance to to see what that pro- what the problems, what the issues may be and how to evaluate that. The next step is going to be how to really determine the best route to a solution. Okay. So I, I really distill it down into three different points, three different options that can are not necessarily ex- exclusively used. I mean, Perhaps you can use, we can use some of them here kind of as as a hybrid type structure, but really I see three different pillars. The first being new tools. So having a new tool, whether that means a new software automation, a new integration that you're going to put into your ERP, some flashy new thing that you could bring into your environment, some SaaS subscription tool that will help you get that job done, that will help alleviate those pain points that you're feeling Um, and so that's really going to be the first one. Second is going to be, you know, new resources, people power. Uh, a lot of times that's going to be the key. I mean, that people are the, the top number one resources for, I know in my group, uh, I call, I call my team, the dream team, and I couldn't do any of what we do with, without their help and assistance. And so perhaps in many cases it would be incumbent to bring on and look at this as perhaps bringing on an an additional role, whether that means filling a role where someone has left or perhaps the creation of a new type of a role. So really, I think that needs to be looked at. And, and unfortunately, I, th- I think a lot of times we that's the initial uh, thought is, well, let's just bring a new body and add a new body into it. And I, I, I caution, I don't think that's always going to be the right choice. But that in, in this case, I think we want to add that to, to the framework here as being an, an option. And lastly, and probably the, the one thing that gets me fired up the most, we first got new tools, second to be people and resources, and third, is going to be improve a process. That's kind of really how I think about it. Process improvement, cleaning things up, if you will. Um, and there's always going to be room for improvement in any finance and accounting team. And really looking at it from a sense of how can I automate a specific process and make it go faster? Invariably, there's going to be manual processes everywhere. 
those may be documented very well, 100%, which, which is fine in and of itself. But perhaps we need to take a step back, kind of those initial, st initial steps of how do we evaluate the problem and, and ask questions and think, is there a better way of doing this? Is there a quicker way of doing this? Really start poking as many holes in it as we can. And ultimately, this is the one that, that I really find that gets me out of bed in the morning. I know that sounds kind of crazy, but I really do enjoy finding these type of gaps and, and, and bringing that in, whether you're utilizing you know, just a simple Excel formula or some logic that you're going to build in uh, to a specific spreadsheet or how you're drawing data from the sources where you're bringing in data, whatever that may be. But ultimately, it's going to be documented 100% so that you can have that process improved and someone can pick it up as if uh, if someone got hit by a bus, an independent third party could come in and reasonably take that step and run with that. And that just helps with cross-training within your accounting teams uh, so that everyone's really kind of on the same board and everyone's putting in the weight that they can do to to get get it across the finish line. So three things, new tools, new resources, and, and process improvements, just cleaning things up. So Next, we could go on to how to document and implement. So we've we've evaluated the issue. We've kind of identified the next step as to how we're gonna we're gonna tackle this. Next is gonna be how to document and implement that. Every solution that you've come to is gonna be different, but I think ultimately getting the key stakeho stakeholders on board is gonna be key. For that, a lot of times, you know, just having the proper meetings set up to make sure everybody's on board, everybody who is gonna be involved and it touches in the organization is, is aware of what the solution is going to be and just kind of get their buy-in. Uh, and a lot of times getting that buy-in is, is tough. It's not always going to be the easiest thing. So whether that comes in the form of emails, meetings, I mean, we say emails. I think a lot of people hate emails. It's strange enough. I love writing emails. I love drafting emails. I love doing it because it helps me solidify my thoughts and helps me kind of document, here's the background, here's the issue, and here's really the request that I'm asking that could be the ask for this specific thing. And it'll help get everybody understanding what we need to get done, get the minds to come together, and really to, to then take the next step as to what we want to do. Always providing different alternatives. So in the prior step, of course, we identified the three different ways. And so ultimately, we want to make some suggestions. We want to have some preferences as to how we're going to do it. But a lot of times we want to provide alternatives and options to the different key stakeholders and say, hey, well, this is the one that I recommend, but here's other options that we could pursue. Let's talk about it. And so drafting that all up and, and getting that right. For me, I love doing that in an email. However you guys like to do it, it's going to be... Um, it's, it's just going to be key to make sure there's that communication. Secondarily, just as far as documenting and making sure that uh, that gets implemented properly, I look specifically at, at closed management software tools. So that's something where that we utilize, where we have a specific tool that we use on a monthly basis, where that's where most of our documentation goes into. And that's that it's gotten everything out of Excel for us. And we're able as a team to have 100% visibility as the steps we need to get done for the specific close, where if it's close related or just task related on a monthly basis, how, what we need to get done. I utilize that to make sure everybody's on board. Everybody's, you know, it'll have specific preparers and reviewers assigned to tasks. And I'll also put in, you know, URL links to, to specific screen shares to make sure, you know, everybody's got this documented as far as how the step's going to get done 100%. This is really after kind of you've taken that uh, step as far as which solution you're really going to run with. So that's going to be key to, to get that documented and uh, implemented 100%. So 
next step really once you're up and running with that solution and you've, you've decided you've made that decision and you're running forward and it's documented 100%, well, how do you know if it's been successful or not? How, how do you define success? And so really, I think you need to sit down and, and define, okay, what are, the, what are the key metrics that define success as it relates to a, a specific process you've come up with and establishing those metrics? I mean, as, as executives in accounting finance, we always, there's always going to be metrics that we, that we look at that uh, touch the rest of the organization, but how about specifically within account- accounting and finance? How do we measure that success and the value that we're adding to the organization? So go through and think about those specific metrics that 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 relate to the um, tool that you implemented or the new individual that you brought on to fulfill a specific task or w- whatever processes that you implemented. How how much time did that save you specifically? And getting down detail uh, and establishing those and providing you know if you want to get uh, super fancy, providing dashboards and everything for those th- stakeholders that will help them see really what benefit that this uh, specific solution is adding. Having the visibility into what is successful and what's not, that's going to really just make you or provide visibility as to, hey, is this working? Do we want to look at other solutions? Did this not work? And it, it'll really just provide that visibility as to taking next steps. You also want to look perhaps at outside uh, perceptions. If a specific solution that was implemented touches on other parts of the organization, maybe get feedback perhaps from them as far as their specific uh, perceptions involved, where you want to send out online surveys or whatnot. There's various ways of seeking feedback and just getting an understanding of if, hey, is this garnering goodwill for us? Is this working? Or do we need to take a step back and revisit? That leads me to kind of a real world example of this framework that I've kind of gone through and discussed and how it really just kind of a real world example of this, of this uh, running through this framework. And interestingly enough, it's Stamply. Uh, that's kind of ultimately the, the example that I want, want to work through and the Stamply and the amazing tool. Unfortunately, I forgot to wear my Stamply t-shirt today to, uh, to highlight that. But I want to walk through how I went through this framework as it relates to bringing Stamply on board to our organization and the, the tremendous value that it's added. This was about two and a half years ago, about a year into my uh, tenure here as corporate controller. Um, we had an individual in our AP department decides uh, to pursue a, a different career elsewhere. Uh, so we were then left with continuing to have that same amount of work that needs to get done. In fact, it was just scaling even more. So the thought was, do we bring on one or two additional folks to help with that? Do we look at technology perhaps? Or do we really just kind of clean things up as it relates to how we're currently doing things? And perhaps that will help us streamline the process enough just to do with what we got. So my initial instincts and what I sat through was just to, okay, let's first evaluate the problem. Let's start asking questions. I sat down with the folks in that individual department, with the AP manager, with the existing AP clerk, try to get a better understanding of their current pain points. Is it even possible to just do with what we got? Uh, what are some other options? Just getting their, just getting their feedback. Never accepting that you're going to be the end all be all. Just getting as much feedback and communication as you can from all different levels, internal, external, uh, and just and just asking questions, not being afraid, evaluating the problem. And the choice obviously had to get made at some point. So let's come up with some choices to be made. Okay, new automation, a new resource, or a pro- process improvement, or a combination of all all three of those. What we decided to do was we decided to pursue some technology. We decided to pursue a AP uh, automation tool at that time, uh, which wasn't Stamply. 
And we went through the whole process of, of vetting out uh, the specific vendor, went through uh, uh, the procurement process, and we ultimately brought it on board. And it was kind of a good fit because we were already using that vendor for another tool that we had within our uh, finance and accounting. So it made a lot of sense. And all of our questions were kind of answered during, during this implementation process. And we felt satisfied that that was going to help us. We didn't pursue another resource. We felt that this was going to be enough for us. Um, as far as process improvement, all along this time, I had been streamlining the process of drawing out the, the source information, putting it into a, an Excel spreadsheet. And ultimately, the output of this is going to be a payment file that we you know do use on our weekly pay run. Before this process improvement, just a ham, just a ton of manual touches, a manual massage to the data where plenty of things could go wrong and did go wrong. I got it to the point where it was really just a simple drop the data out of our ERP and then into this Excel. And I built in some logic. So there was no massaging in any way. It was really just a matter of just selecting those items that we wanted to pay or not. And so bringing that from a full day of creating the file that's then sent on to our uh, treasury manager for approval. That went from a full day work to literally took uh, about 15 minutes. So that in and of itself was instrumental in, in, in that whole framework of how do we decide what to do next? Well, that took a whole bunch of time out of the process. And so clearly, I don't. at that point, we realized we could do this perhaps without bringing on, another, you know, filling in this role again with another resource. This, uh, this tool, we got it up and running, but what do you know? A month or two of being in the implementation and never got turned on, uh, come to find out that uh, the vendor had oversold some of the, the promises on the functionality. And so really it wasn't gonna work in our environment as to how we transact with our vendors from a PO standpoint. So we really had to go back to the drawing board at that point. Yes, we saved a bunch of time with that process improvement that I mentioned, but we were stuck. We had wasted about a month or two in implementation and we still didn't have a resource. We did have some some gains on the process, but we were back to, to phase one. So the key thing is we didn't uh, throw our hands up. We didn't give up. Uh, we jumped back into it into the search again. And at that point, uh, uh, that was when I, I found Stampley. Uh, so glad I found them. They gave me the opportunity to jump in and kind of test it in my own environment. And that's something that I love to do. I just love putting on that hat of, you know, jumping in the sandbox and playing around and, and seeing if this really does work. I spent a good amount of time just playing around with it myself as the corporate controller. Again, as I mentioned before, don't be afraid to jump into the weeds. And I wasn't afraid at all. And I was jumping in, I got it all set up. I, and I, I, I even created this great email that I used to, to kind of get everyone's, um, you know, provide the context for what we were doing and what we're going to look at. And I, I got everyone in a meeting and I walked everyone through, uh, kind of walked through with various transactions of, of bills coming in and just seeing the looks on everyone's faces of just the, inter the user interface with Stamply and how quick and easy and the technology uh, with Billy the bot to bring, um, to bring those items, you know, start to finish process through the tool is amazing. And I'm, I'm joking within, I, I, sorry, I'm not joking within um, with, from that meeting, it took, a couple weeks before we are up and running, implemented live on Stamply. And it, it was no looking back at that point. We were getting amazing goodwill from the URC organization as it relates to their interfacing with the tool and having to approve different uh, invoices. Our backlog that we had, which was two to three weeks long, was you know down to uh, six to five days of, as it relates to getting things 
uh, all the way through that AP tool. And we were able to scale. You know, we went with that specific set of solution. You know, we've grown so much that ultimately we we have hired on extra resources to help. And this has been great because Stamply really just gets us across that 80% of just the manual getting the data in. And then we can spend the rest of our time and we can add that value in that 20% that requires uh, specific touches, that requires it's a little more nuanced as far as getting those things across. But getting that off our table and off, off the plate was just, key and amazing. And so I, I look back, you know, and as far as measuring the success, I, I'd be lying if I said we had a bunch of dashboards every day that were showing the success of we're going from this, this number of days to this number of days to process a bill, but the result was there. That would have been nice to see that. And those are those type of metrics that I mentioned before that you want to have to see, to measure that success. But Stamply brought it, brought us there. And for us, it was a, it was amazing. So Again, real world example for me of taking that framework of first just evaluating, identifying, evaluating what that what that problem may be, and asking questions and just really drilling in to get in what the problem is. Next, determine the best route to to the solution. Sometimes that is going to be a tool like Stamply. Sometimes it's going to be bringing on new resources, new people, people power. And other times it's just going to be using the skill to, to create new logic, to clean things up in your current environment, to make it better, faster, stronger. In this case with Stamply, it was just kind of a combination of all three of those as we look back, you know, measuring that success with how that works. And at the end of the day, you'll, you'll, be, you'll, be, uh, you'll be surprised with what you can get done in your finance and accounting teams as you take that focus to jump in and identify what those problems would be. So that's the framework. And I, I, know, I know if you guys run with that framework and take that approach, you're going you're gonna to see success. You're going you're gonna to see improvement in your teams. And you're going to get to that point where you're like, man, this is, we're just dialed in. We're moving. And what else can we get done? So um, that's the framework. And I guess any takeaways, I guess if you're going to take anything away from, from this, uh, this podcast, it would be, you know, whatever it is that you choose to do from those three different, uh, those three different options, I, I just say, don't be paralyzed by inaction. Don't be afraid to take a step. You know, the sooner that you do misstep, uh, the sooner you can get back up and try for success. A call to action, I guess, would be, I don't always sleep well as a, as a finance and accounting professional. I don't always sleep well during the close, uh, but when I do, it is because I sleep uh, on a purple mattress. Uh, so I, I'd suggest visit purple.com if you are having um, any pain points, those mattresses really are amazing. Before I joined here, a mattress was a mattress, but it really has helped me uh, help me in that uh, in that realm as far as getting good good restful sleep. So there we go. I turn it back over to you guys. Thank you for listening to the Leaders of Modern Finance podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a five star review. You can see the show notes and all the resources mentioned in today's episode at stamply.com/slash leaders of modern finance. Thank you for listening and be sure to subscribe for updates on future episodes. This episode is brought to you by Stamply, the most powerful way to process and pay invoices. Stamply is the only accounts payable automation software that centers communication on top of the invoice so that accounts payable collaborates better with approvers, vendors, and anyone involved in purchases to quickly resolve issues and questions, resulting in 5x faster approvals. Contact us to see why users love Stamply and schedule a demo at stamply.com.